This is the J.P. Maroney Audio Vault. What are the six steps to defining the ideal buyer? Okay, so there's six steps that you need to take whenever you're trying to define your ideal buyer. Number one, look at your current customers. If you look around at your current business, your current customers, they're going to give you a lot of insight into who are the kind of people that we want more of. Now, you don't want to look at everybody that's a customer. You want to look at your best customers. Who are the people that spend the most, are the most satisfied, are the happiest, complain the least, uh, are willing to keep coming back again and again? Those are the, the best buyers, the ones that you make the most money on, the profits on. Those are the people that you want more of, right? So if you look at your existing buyers, it will give you a good indication of the other people that you should be targeting. Number two, look at your past customers. If you look at your past customers, much like your existing buyers, it's going to give you insight into who have we had success with in the past. And what's really insightful is when you do that, many times you'll find that you have strayed as you've been building and growing your business. And you look back at those people that you used to serve and you go, those were really good clients and customers. I need to be sure I'm targeting people like them. So, um, if you're, this is especially true if you're either frustrated in your business right now, but you had some success in the past, or maybe you've hit a wall in the business, the economy's changed or something's changed, and all of a sudden you're having to rethink your business. Start to look back at people who were the best customers historically with you and see if you can go after people just like them. Number three, check out your competition. Look at who's buying from them, who are going to their events, who's reading their advertising, what kind of people are commenting on their website or giving reviews, and that will give you some good insight into who else you should be potentially looking at as a target prospect. Number four, analyze your products or services. A good place to start if you've got more than even if you only have one product or service but if you have more than one product or service list all those products out list what all the features are convert those features into benefits in other words what are the the benefits that our products deliver now i want to be really clear a feature is what is the color the size etc a benefit is what does it do for the client? What is the result, the outcome that it delivers? Once you know that, then you can start to match up market and problems in the market that you could possibly solve. I have a link up map that I do sometimes with folks on a whiteboard session where we put all their products and services and then we write down all the different kinds of people there's they're currently reaching and targeting and have reached and targeted. And we begin to draw lines and link up those benefits across the, the board. And sometimes it'll give you some connections between those dots that you haven't seen in the past. So that's a good process. Number five, dial in your specific demographics. We're going to talk about what those demographics are, but you absolutely must know with as much detail as possible, the demographic information of the people that are buying your products or services or that you want to target with your products and services and your marketing message. Number six is you want to consider your target market's psychographics. Not that they're psycho, but what is the psychology driving their buying behaviors in the marketplace? And we're going to go over what some of those things are and how you can understand them better. And number seven is that you want to list out your target markets, behaviors, and interest. This one wasn't so important to me in the past. It should have been. 
but it wasn't so apparent to me in the past until I got involved in digital advertising online where you are actually able to target people by their behaviors and interest. And so in a few moments, we're going to break down those three categories of information. And when we do, you'll understand the behaviors and interest even better. What are the three categories of information we should gather? Okay, so there's three categories of information that you need to gather about your target market, your potential target market. Number one is you need demographics. Number two, you need psychographics. And number three, you need behaviors and interest. Yeah, so let's break those down a little bit, sort of talk about or picture your target market. So when you think about demographic information, this is the stuff that we typically think about when we are trying to understand a target market. We're wanting to understand things like, what is their age? What is their gender? Are they male or female? What is their marital status? Are they married, single, divorced, et cetera? You need to know that information. Number four, what is their income? What is their income level? Do they fall into a certain category of income? Number five, what is their net worth? That might be important in your particular business, especially if you're selling investment products or, or services that require a high net worth. Number six, what is their education? Did they go to high school? Did they graduate from high school? Did they not? Uh, did they go to college, trade school, et cetera? Do they have a higher level of degree, like a PhD or something? What is it that they have achieved in their education? And, you know, what's interesting is when you're doing your marketing, you're going to start seeing patterns develop as far as education as well. Number seven, what is their profession? In other words, what kind of business are they in? Again, you're going to see patterns develop and some of your target market, depending on who you are, may break out into other categories of professions. It may not be that everyone you target is doctors. Everyone you target is school teachers. And finally, are they retired? Um, are they still working, et cetera? So if you look at kind of a little snapshot of demographic information for a particular target market, it might look like something like this. Female, age 45 to 65, married with children, and a household income 100,000 plus, and maybe a net worth of half a million dollars or more, or something like that. So that's the kind of demographic information. So the second category is psychographic information. Now this is the stuff that's going on inside their head and their heart that's driving their buying decisions. And once you start to understand this information, it makes you a very, very powerful person, especially as you begin to try to craft your messaging and your advertising. So you want to think about questions like, what makes them happy? What problems or challenges do they have that they want solved? Number three, what are their deepest desires or wants? Number four, what goals have they set for themselves? Number five, how do they like to receive information? Number six, what excites them or drives them? And number seven, what are they wanting from a solution? What are they looking for and how, how do they articulate it in their mind? The third category of things you want to gather on your target market is what we talked about, behaviors and interest. I kind of package those together. So this is where you're going to be able to find better ways to target your market as you go out there and advertise. And so you definitely want to understand what the behaviors and interest. So some of the questions that you can ask yourself are, what books and magazines do they read? understand what that is. Number two, what websites do they visit, especially the ones that they rely on for information? Number three, who are the experts they follow or look to for advice? Number four, what TV shows or online video programming do they enjoy? Number five, what events 
do they attend? And number six, what is their current customer journey? So you got to understand what those behaviors are and those interests, because once you understand that information, you'll know what, ad, what websites can we advertise on and reach our target market. You'll know what um, experts that you can target because that's the people that they follow and gather advice from the books that they read. So for example, if you're targeting someone that you discover that your target market reads books by Tim Ferriss or Bob Proctor or, you know, some, some author, Gary Vaynerchuk or someone in the marketplace. Well, guess what? You can actually target those names and find people who are interested in and who follow those people. And it makes your advertising so much easier to define and dial in. So you need to get all of this information gathered as much as you possibly can. And there's some different tools and ways for doing that. We'll talk about that later in the program. All right. So you're convinced that you need to understand and be able to clearly define your target buyer. Um, you got to get busy doing it. And I'll tell you what, this is just work. Um, some people actually try to outsource this or point it off on somebody else. It's, it's something that someone can help you with, but I really recommend that a business owner, an entrepreneur, invest the time and the energy into doing some of this customer research yourself, target buyer research yourself. And there's some things that you can do. What's, what's interesting about it is as you begin to look at the market, you're going to, your mind is gonna to begin to um, figure out new and better ways to create products and services and to create messaging. And if you pawn that off on somebody else, you're never going to gain the insights the way that you will of getting in the trenches and doing some of this research. So I highly recommend that. Okay, so there's really three big areas that I talk about that you want to look or that you want to invest some time and energy in. Number one is that you want to ask existing customers or clients. Talk to them, ask them questions. And so you're going to be asking them questions about what are the, the biggest problems or frustrations that they're trying to solve in their life, and uh, especially as it relates to your product or service. So you can do this in different ways. One, you can survey them. So if you have a mailing list or an email list is even better, there are some survey tools out there like SurveyMonkey and other things like that where you can actually send out a survey uh, by email and get folks to walk through that survey and answer the questions. If you're going to do an online survey with your existing clients or, or buyers, I would highly suggest that you offer them some kind of an ethical bribe. What does that mean? Reward them for their time. Give them something. Give them a gift card. Give them one of your products or services. Give them tickets to something. Something, it doesn't have to be super expensive, but give them something that rewards them for their time because the information that you're gonna be getting back from them is super valuable. So uh, conducting a survey is a great way to get more information. Number two, I really like these. It's conducting actual interviews with them by phone, by video conference, the way that we produced this. Um, there, you can do it in person. And when you're at a, an event, if you're out there, maybe get all your clients together. If you're a local business owner, you can invite them all to a dinner or coffee or a lunch and learn or something, some kind of, uh, you can invite them to some kind of a reception and that would give them a chance to interact with you. And then while you're interacting with them, you can ask them your questions and interview them. Just picking up the phone and talking to them is gonna make you extremely powerful because you're gonna get it right from their mouth and they're going to articulate 
things in a way that you hadn't even thought of. The words that they say are actually the words that you'll begin using in your advertising or marketing messages whenever you get to the next step of putting together your messaging. The third way that you can ask them questions is during pre-existing contact with them. What do I mean by that? If you already have a coaching call scheduled with people, if you already have some sort of a strategy session scheduled, if you already have a service call where you're going out and meeting with your clients on a regular basis, if you run the, the route, you know, or run the traps or whatever, and you're constantly seeing your clients and you've already got time on your schedule with them, integrate this Q&A process into those contacts with them. So the second way you can research a target buyer is on the internet. It's such a powerful tool because we have the ability to search and find things very, very quickly. And we have the ability to sort of eavesdrop on people's conversations. How do you do that? Well, you can go to websites and look and see what are people doing? What are they commenting? What are they saying? What are the questions that they're asking? Whenever you look at a blog, for example, and there's comments down below the blog post, what are the things that people are saying? Because if it's an active blog or an active blog post, you can be able to gather insights from them because they literally sat there and with their own emotions and feelings, typed out what they were thinking related to that information. So find articles that are related to your topic, that are related to your product, that are related to the problem that these people are trying to solve, and then see what kind of comments that they put down below that and also find out what kind of questions that they ask in there. Another great place online to look is in forums. Now, in the old days, we had lots of forums and forums still exist. So you can look up, like if you're, whatever your business is, put that in and then a forum. So if you are a person that targets copywriters, you type copywriting forum. If you're a person that goes after attorneys, you type attorney forum and you'll find these on the internet what are they they're communities where people go in and ask questions and then the peers share their answers to those questions a new variation of that is groups so on facebook we have groups in linkedin we have groups and you can go in there you don't even initially need to go in there and start answering questions or asking questions or posting certainly don't go in there and start pitching your product or service go into those groups and just be a fly on the wall. Watch the kind of questions people are asking, watch the kind of answers that are given, watch their reactions to those questions that are asked and the, and the, the answers that are given, watch what peers answer and additional questions that are asked that are spun off of that, and you can get entire books of content of understanding into your markets. I mean, remember we talked about their psychographics, how they word their problems, what they're wanting, their expectations, their dreams, their hopes, their aspirations. You can find out what they're interested in, what they're reading, because they'll say, I was reading such and such book and it came up and uh, this is now my question and I'm trying to solve this problem. And you go, boom, there's an author. That's a name I could target in my marketing. So looking inside those, those groups, super powerful. One last thing that's kind of a little tip or trick online for doing research is to go, once you know the kind of books, potentially the books that your target market is buying to solve their problems, so how-to books potentially, um, or information, self-help books that are related to their problem, you can go and look at the books that are being sold in those categories, then scroll down to the reviews 
And when people write their reviews and then when people respond back to reviews and to questions on Amazon, it is golden information about how your target market articulates their problem and their frustrations and their desires and hopes and dreams. It's a great tip for being able to find information about your target market. Okay, so the third category of research that you wanna do is your competition. And it's not just their website, it does include their website, but you wanna research your competition's website. You wanna research the ads that they're running in print, on the web, wherever you can get their information, gather information about them, go across all the different platforms. A lot of people don't know this, and this may change, but currently you can go to your competition's Facebook page and over on the side, on if you're looking at this, over on their, your left, uh, there'll be a, a sort of like a menu of links and the last one usually says info and ads. If you click on that link, it will actually display all of the ads that they're currently running on Facebook. That's a tip that a lot of folks don't know, but you wanna look at their messaging, look at their advertising, go subscribe to their email list, get on their list, and begin to pay attention to what they say and how they talk to people. It's gonna give you a lot of insight and you're gonna get some good tips as well. This could also go under number three, experts they follow or people that they look to for advice or information. Because when you identify who those people are, it actually will help you figure out people that you could potentially do collaborations with, that you could do strategic alliances with, that you could do joint ventures with. And I would highly suggest you go and get on their list, that you follow them, connect with them in all the different platforms and ways that you can, and see how they're messaging and responding and talking to their target audience because they're selling to the same people that you want to sell to or do sell to. And then think about the ones that are complementary, non-competitive to you. How could you potentially reach out to them and put together some kind of a joint venture, strategic alliance, or collaboration? Actually, later in this program and in the book, we're going to be talking about what I call OPX, which is other people's multiplier factors. It's other people's money, other people's resources, et cetera. In this case, it's other people's audience and influence. And so we'll talk about that later in the book and later in the program. So when you're thinking about your target buyer or your target customer, I want to speak briefly about the importance of understanding the customer journey. The customer journey is this. If you were to put them on a timeline and over at the start is put, a, in fact, I do this on a whiteboard a lot of times, and we might do this as an illustration to go along with this video, but I will draw a timeline and over at the starting point, I'll draw a sad face. And over at the end, I draw a happy face. Over here is your target buyer, where they start in their journey. And over at the end is where they end up, where they have their problems solved and all their frustrations answered, et cetera. There is a journey that they're going to take. And in that journey, they're going to have different levels of awareness. They're going to have different levels of desire they're going to have different levels of understanding of what their problem is and what solutions are out there in the marketplace, as well as they're going to be buying other products and services before, during, and after their conversation and their communication with you. And so you wanna make sure that you understand what that customer journey is, where do they start, where do they go, what all are they experiencing, what are the steps that they're taking in that process. 
because your messaging will need to adapt to that. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in the chapter where we discuss messaging. Okay, so I hope you're enjoying this training, these videos, this content, this information. If you're trying to target your customer, if you're trying to figure out who's the ideal buyer, if you're trying to figure out who's the person that would be willing to give you the most money to solve their problems and services, then you definitely want to go through all this training. But you want to get all the training. And where you're going to get all of this training in one encapsulated piece is to go to jpmaroney.com slash P-O-P, jpmaroney.com slash P-O-P. One of the other resources that we have that we're super excited that we're going to give you absolutely free is a worksheet for completely defining that customer avatar. So all of this training that we've been going through in this section of Pillars of Profit all of that training and information is written out for you in a set of questions and blanks, and you can download that in PDF format. You can get that resource along with other resources that we have for the book at jpmaroney.com forward slash P-O-P, jpmaroney.com forward slash P-O-P. That's for Pillars of Profit. Get the resources, get the toolkit, and I'll see you inside. You've been listening to the J.P. Maroney Audio Vault.